This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. And my bullseye! Now, here is your host, Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm Voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. We are here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're in the next hour, Coach. We're going to recap a big win over Central Michigan. Get you ready for the big homecoming game this Saturday against Akron. Tyree Jackson, Bulls quarterback, will join us as well later on in the show. But congratulations on the win. It was uh, not an easy win. I know you didn't expect that it would be. Um, But it's always good to go on the road in a very tough place where not a lot of teams win and to walk out of Mount Pleasant with a victory, that says a lot about where your team is at right now. Most definitely, Paul. For, for us to go to a place where we've never won before and and, and to play and, and to see see our running game, our two young running backs step up with great performances, defense creating turnovers when we needed them was a great day. All right, a couple little historical notes about the Bulls' 5-1 and one start. They're 2-0 and oh in the MAC, 5-1 and one for the first time since 1996, 2-0 oh in the MAC for the first time since 2013, and that's three straight road wins for the Bulls since the first time or for the first time since 2008. So every week there seems to be another one of these things you're knocking off the history books. You're you're making no. John Fuller edit, doing a lot of editing right now. We like to keep John busy if all possible. Um, you know, it's something, Paul, that we had talked to our our, our leaders, our upperclassmen, um, you know, before the season started, even probably late last spring about that, you know, all their hard work, the things that were accomplished late last season and, and and really what they had the ability to do and they could really leave their mark and 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 start to create a legacy for our football program i think they're starting to do so yeah and of course the opportunity this saturday against akron to win a sixth game and be bowl eligible be one of i think just the 10th team in the country that will be bowl eligible that will be your opportunity on saturday let's talk about the win over central michigan 34 24 was the victory and you already mentioned it um what impressed me the most is, as we have seen at various points this year, you have the ability to throw the ball around and put up big passing numbers. Mm-hmm. But Central Michigan either wasn't really going to let you do that. They were very good against the pass. Or you chose to not overly try to do that. So here you shift gears. You go with a running attack that generates over 300 yards on the ground. Well, you have to compliment Central Michigan for for, for the game plan they put together. I think once... Uh, you know, it was evident that Anthony Johnson wasn't going to play. I think they did a good job doing something coverage-wise to make it difficult for us, make it difficult, you know, to get, you know, K.J. Osborne open and, and some things. But I still think we created some some throws and some opportunities to keep drives alive when we needed to. Um, that said, though, there was going to be a time that we needed to run the football and and to get some of those those plays and, and really yards after contact were really huge. And when you get those out of, like I said earlier, young running backs that's even uh, I guess uh, even more special for what what these those two young men are about with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold this is the UB football insider show where it's Santora's pizza pub and grill on Millersport Highway it's Buffalo's original pizzeria Kevin Marks 167 yards Jarrett Patterson 121 yards first time since 2015 two backs go over 100 but to have them both be freshmen to have them both be younger players uh, not only is 
incredibly impressive, but also goes to where the future of all this program is going, that you can roll a couple of freshmen out and they're battling to see which one's going to have more rushing yards over 100 in a game. Well, it's really, like you said, it was fine performances by both of them. You you want to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we credit that offensive line we and uh, our tight ends did a great job blocking. But for Kevin Marks, Jared Patterson, and, and really our offense as a whole, we've been talking about it a long time, and that's creating competition daily, creating depth that when things happen that somebody else has a chance to, you know, make the most of their opportunity, but in, in, in this case, not have any letdown. So for those two guys to, to have the performances like that, again, is going to make our offense even more difficult to defend. Uh, Tyree, as you mentioned, uh, didn't have to throw the ball as much as he has earlier in the year, um, but he still throws for a touchdown, runs for a touchdown. It was nice to see him stretch those legs out a little bit. We'll ask him about that later in the show. Yeah, you have to ask him about that. It's kind of been a while. Probably the most thing I was a little worried about because he was asking if we had oxygen on the sideline, (laughs) and I I really didn't. Probably something we have to look into. Um, But, uh, no, it was good because he, you know, great read by him. He saw the opportunity and, and, again, used his speed. To, to outrace the defense to the pylon. All right, let's talk about your defense as well, too, because they played as big a part uh, as in winning this game as your running attack did. Four interceptions in the game by four different players, each member of your starting mm-hmm. secondary with an interception, chipped in with a couple of sacks. They really started to frustrate Central Michigan as the game went on, took their running game away. Uh, it, again, they dictated the game, which hasn't always been the case because mm-hmm. it always hasn't had to be the case. But again, how impressed are you by that? That sign. Yeah, I thought our overall defensive performance was very solid. You know, most of their runs, uh, you know, were quarterback scrambles, which is difficult sometimes to defend, and we'll have a big challenge with that this week as well. But, um, you know, you, to see different members of the secondary stepping up like that and, and getting those turnovers when we needed to, we, we had the interception, too, that Cam Lewis had forced um, that was negated by a penalty. Otherwise, we'd have had the fifth one. So really, uh, overall, uh, a, a great effort by the defense, making some things happen, creating some shorter fields for us when we needed to put the game away. And the final thing for you as we recap, the Central Michigan win uh, is your kicker broke out of a little bit of his slump and went out and kicked two field goals and I know that's so important to what you want to do offensively but it seemed to me like the just the opportunity for Adam to get out there mm-hmm. and kick and make it and feel good about himself was another one of those long lasting effects of this game. Yeah I sure hope so because Adam you know it's been bumpy for him at times and uh, he continues to work hard and 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 kind of perfect that craft the best he can and do some things and is as happy and pleased as we were with the with the extra points and the field goals the thing is that I thought he did an excellent job was you know his kickoffs were placed really well and and it's sometimes not not always seen you know by the by the fan about where we're asking him to place the ball and do things but he was uh, he was spot on what we're asking him to do last he's got to be among the national leaders in touchbacks this year too which again is you don't even give a team a chance to do yeah. that when you can put it in the end zone yeah I don't even know if they the way they keep track between touchbacks and uh, the fair catches if they're even how they how they even track those anymore but he's done an excellent Excellent job this year. All right, more with Coach Leipold coming up. We'll get into a preview of the Akron game. We'll take a look at where the team is at midseason, but we want to remind you to get to UB Stadium on Saturday when the Bulls host Mac Rival Akron. It's the annual family weekend and homecoming game. The excitement starts at 9 o'clock with Stampede Square. Cheer on the team as they arrive to the stadium during the walk to victory at 9.30 and then take in the tailgate concert featuring 80s rock legends 
Night Ranger at 10 o'clock. Kickoff against the Zips is noon. If you don't have your tickets, then order them today. Still time. Call the UB Ticket Office at one 877 ub there or log on to ubbowls.com. Tickets also available at Ticketmaster. Much more with Bowls coach Lance Leipold when we return to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Welcome back to Santor's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck with the Bulls head coach as we continue to look back at a big win over Central Michigan that gets the Bulls to 5-1 and one and start to look ahead to the big game on Saturday here at UB Stadium, a noon kickoff against the Akron Zips. Well, you're at the 5-1 and one point, which means mid-season, mm-hmm. so it's a chance for us to reflect a little bit on where this team is at and... It's in a good place right now, but let's dive in a little deeper. And I think the one thing you're going to tell me that you like to hear the most is I'm going to tell you your team is plus eight in turnover margin uh, with eight interceptions and five fumbles. That's among the national leaders in takeaways and turnover margin. That is a big step up from where you were last year. How did that happen and how important is that? Well, again, a credit to the players for great ball security and being aggressive and, and, and creating the turnovers on the defensive side. But I think we've talked multiple times as well, Paul, that it was something that we wanted to emphasize in spring practice. We carried over in the fall camp, whether it be in turnover circuits for the defense and, and stripping and, and doing, you know, not, not just worrying about tackling the guy, first guy wrapping up, second guy's going to come in and try to take the ball away, playing the ball, high pointing the ball, rallying to the ball when balls are up in the air. But again, then I, I think right now we talked earlier about the performance of those young running backs, but they've also done a nice job also of protecting the football while they're running, which sometimes isn't always the case with young backs who are fighting for extra yards or not used to the fact that at, at the college level that, that, you know, people are teaching takeaways a lot more than they are in high school. And, and so far, so good. We got to make sure we keep doing so. You've had four different backs play significant roles for your team this year, which, again, it shows a little bit of the depth. Marks, Kevin Marks, as you mentioned, 466 yards, just under six yards per carry. He is number one in the MAC with seven touchdown passes. Um, how have a, has a young guy like that and Jarrett Patterson, another freshman, how have they made such a big impact so quickly? Well, I, you know, for both of them, I, it started to show itself last spring. And, uh, you know, Kevin was redshirted last fall, so he's had a little more time of development. Jarrett arrived in January, learned the offense. I, I, I've talked also many times about how we practice. And I think our practice format for, for those two young men have really helped their development. A lot of the time in fall camp or in spring football, we go with two huddles and we're, and we're kind of rapid firing, shotgunning kind of those uh, – plays at the defense and that allows us to play a lot of guys and and you know we we still have the two upperclassmen Emmanuel Reed and Jonathan Hawkins that are playing roles they're handling the situation excuse me the situation very well it's not easy everybody wants to play but there's only one you know there's only one ball and there's only going to be one of them carrying it so we're going to continue to find ways to use everybody to the best of their abilities. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold this is the UB Football Insider Show here as we continue to take a look at the mid-season point of the season overall your offense beyond the run game. Tyree Jackson's played very well. He's the MAC leader in touchdown passes. Your line has only allowed him to be sacked two times, and your receivers have been outstanding. So summarize where 
where the whole offense is right now. I'm, I'm, I really like where we're at with our offense. I still we have we have some room where we can grow, and still uh, you know we're very multiple in what our thoughts are and how we can diversify things. But I think you you know again it, it starts with our quarterback play, and as as we know, we have one of the best in the country in Tyree Jackson and everything that he brings to our program. You look at the play of the receivers, especially you know the the first three four games of the year, the explosiveness of you know between KJ Osborne and Anthony Johnson, but it's the emergence of of a Charlie Jones, okay, uh, George rushing. The, you know, so now we have multiple guys. To, you know, Antonio Nunn's had a few catches. I think he's a guy that's going to elevate his game yet in the second half of the season. So with that many weapons, I think we continue to put pressure on our MAC opponents. All right, let's flip it around to the other side of the ball. We talked about the takeaways being such a big part of what your defense is doing, but the pass rush has been improved. And again, the run defense has been good. There, there are going to be quarterback runs like in mm-hmm. Central that just does not much you can do about it, but give me a sense of where you feel like your defense has made strides this year and where you want to continue to see them get better. I, I think the first thing, as you said, is our pass rush. I think, uh, you know, that starts with our, our defensive end play. Chuck Harris has been outstanding um, leading this football team as well as Khalil Hodge on defense, his confidence. He plays with a great motor. His effort level is is through the roof and I think it's contagious. Malcolm Kuntz continues to emerge as well as a solid pass rusher. Miles Nicholas got one last week as well. We're rotating enough guys on the inside that we're able to stay fresh for four quarters. Kill Hodge has been everything that we want and need each and every day. And again, it's on James Patterson's been, for a true freshman, another very steady performer. Are there any for more us. Patterson brothers, well, by I don't the way? We're going to keep looking. I think right now we just expanded our searches to guys named Khalil and guys last name Patterson. And, uh, I love it. But, uh, you know, and then in the secondary, again, it's still, you know, I would say that's a little work in progress. We've gone through some injuries. We're working through it. Um, you know, Cam Lewis is, when healthy, has played extremely well. You see Brandon Williams getting more comfortable at the safety position. Joey Banks gets better each and every week. And then the emergence of a young player, again, another youngster in a pre-Washington, I think is going to continue to elevate as we go through. So lots to address through practice. But uh, uh, again, like you said, a good point from where we were at a year ago and what we want to build upon this last half of the season. Just overall about where your team where the attitude, where the focus is. I mean, again, uh, you would love to be sitting here. We'd love to be talking about 6-0, and but you're pretty close to it at 5-1. and There's a lot of things that have gone well. What's the general attitude of this team, the confidence level as you now hit the stretch of the MAC and, and get yourself in position to play for a MAC championship in a bowl game? Um, I like the attitude of where we're at because, you know, there's there's a time when, when you win ball games and and guys aren't completely pleased with their performance or the unit performance with a win. And that, that gives you a chance that when you walk back in at the beginning of the next week to continue to strive to get better. We're not just satisfied getting wins. We want it, we want to get it to a level of perfection if possible, you know, probably going to hopefully change, you know, get excellence from that. And I, and that's the part of a veteran group. It's not like we're, we, well, we survived, we won. That's great. Okay. And then, well, why do we have to, what do you mean I did that wrong? And this group has learned to accept the coaching that, that really that takes place early in the week in the correction area and then what's necessary to take the next step forward. All right, when we come back in our next segment with Coach, we're going to dive into the opponent for Saturday. It's the Akron Zips. And for all those great Bulls fans that came out and had that huge crowded army, we want to see every one of them back out again. It's a noon kickoff at UB Stadium against the Akron Zips. It's family weekend. It's homecoming weekend. And don't forget, everything gets started in Stampede 
Mesquite Square at 9 in the morning. And then it's Night Ranger on the stage to play a free concert at 10 a.m. Walk to Victory comes first at 9.30. So a lot going on at uh, UB Stadium on Saturday. We want to make sure you see this outstanding UB Bulls football team. More with Coach to get you ready for Saturday's game when we return to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We continue from here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We are here every Monday at noon to record the show. So if you want to come grab some lunch, come hang out, meet coach, meet some of the Bulls players, this is the place to be or talk a little Brewers baseball oh, with you. Oh, that Congratulations, a, you're well, in the divisional you. well, fun series, probably, which has already started. Yes, it is a, uh, a great feeling that the Milwaukee Brewers were able to sweep the Rockies but you like saying that don't you yes I do because you know when you get to say like two or three times in your lifetime it's not a (laughs) (laughs) you got to make sure you enjoy while you can there you go well good congratulations and good luck moving forward to your brewers okay the Akron Zips come to town a Mac rival the defending Mac East uh, division champions from a year ago Uh, they've had an interesting season already they had their opener postponed against Nebraska Uh, then they win their FCS game against Morgan State then they go on the road and win at Northwestern which opened up a lot of eyes but then they lose at Iowa State and then they lose lose rather handily this past Saturday to Miami. So what are you feeling and sensing about who the Zips are this year at 2 and 2 and 0 and 1? Still a very very good football team. I think they're the team that, you know, you mentioned they're the East, East Division champs. Lost in the championship, had a tough bowl game, and I think everybody kind of forgot about them. And uh, they have a lot of players back. They're always a, a veteran team. Many times um you know, bringing in transfers, guys that have been other places, but has still had a chance to play a lot of football. So when you especially look on their the defense of two deep, a lot of juniors and seniors, so they're not going to get rattled. They play hard. They play fast. Very athletic defense. Um, one of the top defenses in the MAC right Number now. Number four in the MAC right now. Three defensive touchdowns against a Big Ten opponent. That says a lot, and it says a lot about their team speed. It says a lot about their aggressiveness and the ability to make plays. They always have good returners. They're always they're always uh, electric in the return game. So you have to make sure your coverage units are ready to go, and then uh, uh, offensively. There's always have speed on the outside, and with Cato Nelson at quarterback now, um, good arm, but even more dangerous if things break down. He can keep plays alive, and, and like we said last week, we struggled with a scrambling quarterback. We've got to be better this week. Yeah, the Bulls did not face Cato Nelson last year. He right. was not starting at the Pine when your team yep. played in Akron last year, so he'll be a new look for Bulls fans. 55% completion, seven touchdowns, five interceptions, but as you mentioned, he's the team's second-leading rusher, so again, yep. that... It, so take us into defensively how do you account for a running well, quarterback because obviously sometimes you can do everything right pass rush is great and then he sneaks out and gains 20 yards yeah I think when you're saying a running quarterback too Paul just for our listeners it's a it, it's the scrambling quarterback scrambling, that, that right. takes it the running quarterback of course you know you, you'll have someone assigned to him now you can spy someone you can do some things you have to have great uh, uh, rush lane integrity you've got to be in and that, that happened to us a little bit uh, on Saturday we we're still getting pushed. Ends are getting up the field. Maybe interior-wise, we're getting pushed off to a side. We've got to be able to stay in our gaps and, and do some things and mix it up in what we're doing with, with those pass rush schemes. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport High. Let's talk a little bit about their defense, and you mentioned it. They've scored five defensive touchdowns already this year. Uh, 
two guys jump out, and and one of them is linebacker Ulysses Gilbert, first mm-hmm. team All-Mac a year ago. Uh, he's a pass rusher. He's active. He's all over the field. Give us the scouting report on number five for the Zips. Well, I think you said it. You know, he's all over the place. They use him in some different spots. Uh, experienced player, which again leads to a guy with a lot of confidence. He's seen a lot of things. Our conference will throw a lot of different looks at you. So, but being on the field as much as he has been and as disruptive as he's been out his career, it's somebody we got to make sure we get a hat on. Now, the other interesting player has a very interesting scenario for this game this week, and that's safety Alvin Davis. He's got four interceptions. That is number one in the country. He's returned two of them for touchdowns, but there's a big but here. He was called for targeting in the second half of their game against Miami, which means he won't play in the first half of your game, but he was also left the game injured so as we record this we don't know what his status is but at the very least you know one of the best players in the MAC won't be there for the first half yeah that'll be the interesting thing to find out and waiting for confirmation of all those things from from our conference office uh, as as we talk right now Paul but uh, again we you know we have to be aware of, of where their where their good players are and if they're on the field but at the same time we you know I don't know how much that's going to change what they do um, what else do they do like to do defensively? What else have you noticed that they have tried to do to their opponents that will be part of the chess game for you and your coaches this well, week? Well, I think the difference between last week and this week is going to be, I, I think the, the defensive ends like we face from Central, very strong and athletic. I mean, we, that's one of the things our, our, you know, our players are talking about, the, really the physical strength of Central Michigan. I think uh, this week when you look at especially the defensive ends of Akron, it's, it's more the twitchy, athletic, get-up field and they'll be more disruptive that way through their athleticism than than maybe just brute strength. You know, take me into the sort of a coach's mind here. Um, as teams are scouting you, and Akron would obviously be doing that this week, they're going to look at what, what you did well against Central Michigan and your other opponents and maybe where you struggled. So seeing some of the things that Central did with that scrambling running quarterback, is that something that a coach at Akron is going to say, hey, boy, we got to figure out a way to capitalize on that again because m- maybe that can happen again? Or do they just say, that's not what we do. We'll try to do what, what, what we're best at. Well, their quarterback already has been probably one that's been one of those guys. He, especially, you know, a lot of time it happens with young quarterbacks, okay? They're going to look at maybe one read or one guy, go to the second. If something's not there, they go. And and Nelson has the tendency a year ago to do that. I think he's he's you know been in the pocket some this year. I think he's you know he's gotten stronger. He's bigger. But it, but seeing what he you know what they saw last week on film. Who's to say that if, if he sees an opening, he'll take it and, and you know, look for the sticks. All right. Uh, there have been some good games, some some memorable games at home against Akron over the years. Uh, some some big individual performances. Been a little frustration sometimes against Akron as well, too. So it's a division rival. It's the defending conference champions, division champs. So it's going to be fun. Good luck to you. Congratulations on the start of the year. Look forward to uh, seeing you on Saturday at another big uh, crowd in front, of, uh, in front of you at UB Stadium. Thank you very much, Paul. That's Bullshead. Head coach Lance Leipold. This is the UB Football Insider Show. When we return, speaking of quarterbacks, UB quarterback Tyree Jackson will join us to break down his season so far and talk about the Akron game all next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield.
Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold as we continue here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Now joined by Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson. Have we had you on this show yet? Is this is it taking us this long to get you on this show? I think this is the first time. Uh, I don't know. We had you on the preseason. <laughs> I know that. So uh, it's good to have you back and congratulations on the start of the season so far. Give me your thoughts on this six and a five and one start, hoping to be six and one against Akron. Give me your thoughts on the start to the season and a little bit about how you feel like you have played this season oh uh, you know it's really exciting uh, it's awesome seeing a lot of guys step up and you know coming to big roles um, Central Michigan game you got to see two freshman running backs play unbelievable and really uh, carry the offense and it was awesome to see and as a quarterback that that gives you a great feeling and then um, having KJ Osborne really step up so far this season and and other guys around him Tyler Mabry's been playing great and then the offensive line um, they haven't been talked about enough you know those guys deserve everything all the running yards we got last week and then the way we've been able to throw the ball this year is all because of them and and they deserve all the credit we'll talk about we'll let you talk about the offensive line in a moment here but how you know we talked with coach about strategies and how teams are preparing for you how much how much more difficult is it in the Akron defensive coaches room and then the rest of your opponents when they see wait a minute we thought we had to stop a Tyree that's going to throw the ball a whole bunch of times to all these dazzling wide receivers and then here we watched a game where you didn't throw it all that much and you handed it off and two freshmen go for over 100 yards. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be difficult, but you know, it's it's just a credit to go to what our coaches have done and how they've coached the guys. You know, we got multiple athletes at all positions that can make plays and that's just that's an awesome feeling you know as a quarterback that's a great feeling when you you hand it off and uh and a kid goes 80 yards for a touchdown you know that's awesome and we're real excited about it and we know we got to get a lot better though with bulls head quarterback tyree jackson here on the ub football insider show we finally got a chance to see you as i used the phrase before stretch your legs a little bit on that touchdown one. it was good to see that you haven't forgotten how to do that yeah it, it, it had to be done you know um uh, they kind of all just squeezed in and I had to pull in and run. But, you know, that's just something we've talked about with the coaches and, and getting back to running it a little bit more and, and kind of keep the defense honest so they're not closing too much down on their running backs. Is that Was that your call on that touchdown run? Do you make that decision? <laughs> it was just a read. You know, we practiced it a million times and it's just kind of second nature to pull it. And, I mean, Jarrett had done such a great job on that on that drive, you know, breaking big runs and making big runs. So they kind of all closed down on him, and just it was just me to pull it. All right, you mentioned your offensive line. Here's your chance to talk a little about them. You're, you're not you're not bruised up at all after taking your first sack of the year this week, are you? No, I don't even know oh, if good. we can count that as a sack. <laughs> no, because you didn't really get hit. It was just the ball got knocked out of your hands, but it always statistically counts as a sack. Statistically, sack. I don't think they've really. I haven't got hit too much this year. They've done a great job, and those guys are are really hungry. And they've really improved a lot. And we also had two two um, two new new players step up last week at, at the guard position, and, and they played well. So it just goes to show how good Coach A has done with that position group and kind of coached those guys up. With Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, it's the UB Football Insider Show. I, I mentioned on the radio broadcast that I guess that James O'Hagan, your center and the leader of that offensive line, was going to be more angry about giving up the first sack of the year than he was about leading to a 300-yard rushing performance. Am I am I in the ballpark on that one? I think they were they were upset about it, but I mean, anytime you run for 300 yards, they're they're feeling great and they're very happy about their performance. But they also know that there's things they can improve on. But you know, those guys are very hungry and they're going to continue to get better each week. And and it's exciting playing behind those guys as a quarterback. And I know the running backs are having fun too. How much of a challenge for you? And and you know, we know that you didn't have any Anthony didn't play at all this week. He's been limited for the game before that. You know, um, it, it it sounds crazy for me to say. Of course, it makes a difference 
difference in how you approach things, but give people an idea of how much you have to adjust and change and how defenses adjust and change when they either know Anthony's out there or maybe they sense that he's not going to be out there. Yeah, I mean, um, he's definitely one of the one of the best players in the country. So anytime he's out there, it gives kind of defensive coordinators another thing to think about. But we have a lot of athletes, like I said, a lot of receivers that have stepped up and made plays. You know, KJ's really came into a role of his own and and Tyler Mabry and Antonio Nunn and guys like that, you know, they're they're doing a good job and and I think that um I feel I feel the same confidence when when he's out there and when he's not because the guys around me are are just just playmakers and the running backs are making plays so it's been fun. You know those of us the fans when they see what they feel like is single coverage on Anthony Johnson they're like oh Tyree's going to go that way. Have you gotten to the point now where when that happens with KJ that you're thinking the same way too? Yeah, I mean, with any of those guys, really, if if they're if they're one on one, you know, we got to take that opportunity and and give them a chance to make a play. And you know, I trust and believe in all the guys in the receiving room, and and they've really worked hard all offseason and, and throughout six games. So I believe in all of them. With Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson, we're getting you ready for homecoming. It is Saturday, a noon kickoff against the Akron Zips. I would think Akron, you're, when you got to go back and look at that film a little bit from last year, that it burns a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that was definitely one of the, the games we looked back at at the end of the year that, that kind of kind of set us back and we really we really wanted that win but you know that's last year we really got to focus on this year they they've got a good team they got a really athletic defense and we're excited to go out there and play them looking at your season so far 17 touchdown passes number one in the mac in eighth in the country uh you're in the top three i think in the mac in passing yards um just give me a sense of how you feel like when you not only see those numbers to back up what you already know you believe and the way you've played this year oh uh, you know i think it just goes to the credit of the people around me the offensive line like i said has played great and then We've had multiple guys catch touchdowns and make catches and guys step up like Charlie Jones. So it's been real exciting, you know. Um, I say it's it's a it's an easy job to play quarterback for this team when you got so many athletes around you. All right, we're going to talk with Tyree a little more uh, off the field stuff. Got a couple things to ask him about. He kind of went home this past weekend to Central Michigan, so we'll talk to him a little bit about that. Uh, I, I got a question for you about your high school, which I heard had some big wins this year, um, keeping the legacy of Tyree Jackson going. So we'll talk a little bit about that with Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Miller Sport Highway. It's the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We continue to come to you here from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, and we continue to be joined by Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson. Okay, you got to play in Mount Pleasant, Michigan this past Saturday, about two hours from home in Muskegon. You, that's about as close as you're going to get, probably, right, um, to home. Um, so how special was that? How many people were there for you? Was there something different about that game for you? Yeah, it was, it was awesome to get back close to home you know I had all of my high school coaches and some kids I played with and a lot of people from back home there so it was nice to see a lot of familiar faces that I haven't seen in a while it was just awesome being that close it's a good it's a cool feeling isn't it particularly the the the, the, the trailblazing that you and some of your other teammates from your high school days have done to bring that program to where it is to have those guys kind of come back and show you a little love yeah it was awesome you know you don't really get to see those people too much and being here kind of far from home I don't really have the opportunity so when I did it was awesome and I definitely I think I was the last one to get on the bus and I kind of held up the the process again to the plane but it was worth it to see all those guys I, I think I don't think Lance will mind too much on this <laughs> 
hope he doesn't. So, no, that's all. He's shaking his head, saying no. Is it the same coach still at Mona Shores High School that coached you? Yeah, same coaches. Yeah, so that's kind of cool, the continuity there. And I, and I, and we were talking before, I um, somewhere along the line in preparing for one of the games against, I think, Eastern Michigan, I stumbled across a headline on a Michigan website that said the team was off to a great start, had beaten some, uh, some rivals they hadn't beaten in a while. So do you feel like you and some of your teammates kind of blazed a trail for new success at Mona Shores High School in Muskegon? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's special what's going on there. I mean, they're undefeated right now, and, and they got some guys that are really talented and will have a chance to play at the next level. So it's awesome to see that. And every Friday when I'm in the hotel, I'm definitely checking the score and talking to my coach, see what this, see how they're doing. But, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it wasn't really like that before you got there, correct? No, it was rough. I mean, when I first got there, we were 1-8, and eight and we struggled. But, uh, yeah, my senior year, we went to the state championship, and it's kind of been up from there. Now, one of the guys who you played with on that team is your cousin, Asante Brown, who played at Western Michigan, and he's now in the NFL on the practice squad of the Philadelphia Eagles. So how much have you talked to him about what life is like for him in the NFL and hopefully for you soon enough, too? Yeah, I mean, we FaceTime all the time. I'm always asking him questions about certain stuff, and it's awesome to have someone that's you know out there and then having Mason also with the Bengals and and talking to him it's awesome hearing their experiences and and getting kind of insight on that and I think it's awesome to have those people in there what's uh, has anything surprised you from what those guys have said about life in the NFL no I mean it's football everything's football you know they're they're working hard and it's definitely a grind but it's the same as here, you know, the coaches are going to still coach you and you got to get better each day. With Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson as we continue the UB Football Insider Show. Okay, I know it's mostly football for you, but you do find time to do things outside of football. My spies tell me you have taken up yoga. How's that going? <laughs> yeah, I got. Uh, I graduated in December, so I had to uh, kind of add an elective to my schedule and they put me in yoga and it's not the easiest class I have. It's pretty tough. Uh, some of the positions. Who, who, you bet you didn't think that the yoga class might be one of the toughest ones you have. Huh? No, I've had uh, I've had uh, look around there in the class, and I'm kind of the one that's kind of on my on the ground, not being able to do it, and all the other people are kind of staring at me. But it is what it is. Now, and how, now, where does that fall under all of the other training you're doing with head strength and conditioning coach Luke Corrala? Is it is it different? Is it the same? Is he? Are you checking in with him saying I'm doing this in yoga? class? Last only, uh, give me the day off on this stuff today. How's that work? <laughs> no, he he was excited about it, and he, he said it would be good for my body. Uh, it's probably most one of the uncomfortable things that I do. <laughs> I'm not very comfortable there in class, but it's awesome, and it it, it has helped me become more flexible and, and stretching and stuff like so that. So you do feel like you're feeling a little better? Maybe you're a little better <laughs> athlete because of it. Yeah, all credit to to yoga 101. All right, well there you go. What else? Uh, what else are you doing to keep yourself busy and occupied in the limited time that you get outside of football and class? Uh, really just watching extra film and and just being around my teammates you know um the senior classes here are a lot of the guys that i came in with so just really enjoying time with them like cam and chuck and uh guys like aj and just enjoying enjoying my teammates you know this team's really close and we got a lot of seniors and it'll be sad to see them go we're talking with bulls quarterback tyree jackson as we get you ready for saturday's kickoff against the akron zips a noon kick at ub stadium stampede square opens up at nine night ranger takes the stage at 10 o'clock um you mentioned uh, 
Cam and Chuck and KJ, all Michigan guys as well, too. Um, was that a little bit of the chatter of the week leading up to the game at Central that you guys were all going back home to maybe a place that didn't think you guys were good enough to make you an offer? Yeah, I mean, uh, every time we get a chance to play an in-state team, it's definitely a, a good feeling, and you want to go out there and kind of show them uh, what they missed out on. And I know the guys are excited, and I know even when we played Eastern Michigan, guys like KJ were really excited because that's closer to their area. But I mean, you got to get excited for every game, and it's been fun this season. Does I think sometimes fans always wonder how much that uh, adds extra motivation for a player. I mean, you want to win, you want to play well every week, but but is there another level? Is there a little more edge? KJ certainly said he had it against Eastern. Do you find that you have it against certain opponents that maybe for whatever reason you didn't think they respected you as much? Yeah, I mean, I think you're always going to have a chip on your shoulder each week. You're going to find something, a reason, but you know, when it when it's when it's something like that it, it does give you a little bit more edge and you you get a little bit more excited and you know that um people from back home will be watching and and maybe they didn't think you were good enough um last question for you Tyree and uh and then we're gonna let you go here because you've got more film to watch and all that other stuff um just sum up for me what the last six months year have been like for you from what we have talked with you about before your amazing off season of the Manning Passing Academy getting a chance to work with Jordan Palmer uh, the, some of the hype about your season before it started and the hype that continues about it as you have gone out and proved to everybody that you are as good as some people say you are how are you soaking all this in how are you letting some of it make you feel good and other parts of it maybe saying oh, I can't worry I don't have time to worry about that yeah, I mean, it's definitely a blessing. You know, um, the guys on the team are really excited, but I don't think anyone reads too much in anything about what people are saying, you know, because as soon as you take a loss, you know, and then there will be people saying you guys aren't as good and stuff like that. But I think the guys on the team are close, and it's been fun. I think that's the funnest part is the brotherhood on the team and the relationship we have with each other. And and we're going to continue to get better each week, and it'll be exciting. All right. Well, it has been exciting already. It's only going to get even more exciting. He's the best quarterback in the Mid-American Conference, and he is proving it on a week-to-week -week basis. Leads the conference with 17 touchdown passes on his way to setting all kinds of school records this year and for his career. Tyree, always good to catch up with you. Thank you very much. Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson. Don't forget, Saturday at noon, it's the Bulls hosting the Akron Zips family weekend homecoming game. It all starts at 9 with Stampede Square opening up and then the game of course kicks off at noon and Night Ranger takes the stage at 10 o'clock when we come back we'll get you ready even more for the big game against Akron we'll check in with our buddy John Fuller on all the latest stats that you need to know much more of the UB Football Insider Show coming up from Learfield Welcome back. It's our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. We thank Coach and Tyree Jackson for joining us earlier on in the show. But as always, we save the best for last. It is our full of it segment with Associate Director for Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller. Always here with all the names, numbers, and tidbits of information that every Bulls fan needs to know. Heading into the homecoming and family weekend game on Saturday against Akron, a noon kickoff at UB Stadium. All right. John, I want to start off with something here. Um, in the post-game interview with Jarrett Patterson, who is a great kid, um, he, un unprovoked by me, 
talking about he and Kevin Marks and what they've been able to do, said, we want to be James Starks and Brandon Oliver 2.0. And I thought that was amazing in that here's a kid who's a freshman, but he already knows, both guys already know their history and their UB history and are dropping references to two of the great backs in school history. I thought that was outstanding. And then after you react to that, I'm going to tell you what Bo Oliver thought about. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because we've been kind of joking about that. And especially in, in, in the game on Saturday at Western, I thought uh, just the runs that Jared Patterson, was make, Jared Patterson was making really looked a lot like Brandon Oliver when he was here. And then the long touchdown run that, that Marks had looked a lot like James Starks. And I'd said something to Brad Ryder on the radio crew. I was like, man, he's like, I was like, you know, Jared Patterson looks like Brandon Oliver. And, and Kevin Marks is looking like James Starks, and they're on the same team. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, this is the number amazing. one and number two all-time rushers <laughs> in school history. Right. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. So so it's great. And so so I had a chance to reach out to Brandon Oliver, and I didn't know whether how much I, I figured Bo was paying attention because we know Bo does, but I didn't know whether he's paid enough attention to sort of see this clone of him doing Bo-like things and then praising Bo for it. And surprisingly enough to me, my response back from Brandon. Oliver was, yes, that's my little bro. We put work in this summer when I was in Buffalo and I text him just about every game. This is quoting Brandon Oliver. I see a lot of myself in him, but he's his own man. I'll continue to pour into him what's been poured into me, and I believe he'll break my records and the records that aren't mine, but he has to believe that and work like it day by day. I love how these guys are playing. That blew me away, and and, and not because I wouldn't have expected that from Brandon Oliver knowing what a great kid he is, but just to hear him say that, to know he already has a relationship with Jarrett and he's already working to try to make him better, says all you need to know about the legacy that those guys have left here. No doubt about it, you know, and, and just to think, I mean, he sees that in Jared Patterson, who has played six games in his college right. career. He's a true freshman. I mean, he just got here back in the spring, you know, it, and it, it's it's amazing. And then Kevin Marks is doing what he's doing. And and, I, and obviously, and you still have the, the, the veteran leadership of Emmanuel Reed and Jonathan Hawkins in there. But I think the Bulls are set at running back for, for a very yeah, long time. I, I think you're right. It's pretty amazing. This is the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, joined by Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller. All right. Kevin Marks is doing some amazing things. We already know that, um, but the numbers are bearing that as well, out as well. Too. Yeah, so Kevin Marks um, you know, is fifth in the nation among freshman running backs in rushing. Right, He's averaged about 77 yards a game. And has had to split time a lot too. So obviously, if he had gotten more, if he had gotten more carries, he would have he would probably be higher than that. He's second in the nation among all freshman running backs in rushing touchdowns with seven. He's had a rushing touchdown now in five straight games. You know, so he, he's really uh, putting up big numbers. And I think, you know, a lot of that has to do with the play of the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line, we talk about how they've only allowed one sack of the year, and yes, we've had that one sack changed. Uh, Central Michigan agreed that was not a sack. The second sack of the game right. was a read option play with the Tyree down by the goal line. They, they agree, At the time, they had given it a sack because he was tackled in the backfield. They agreed after looking at it that, that it was not a sack. So the Bulls have only allowed one sack, and that sack was even a little iffy because it was just Tyree getting the ball knocked out of his hands. Yeah. And technically, a technical that sack, is a sack. Even though he, was, never, he really didn't get hit, it, but it's a technical sack. Right. It has to be put in his sack. So, yes, that was sack. So the Bulls have, have allowed one sack. But I think the stat that's even more impressive is that they're fourth in the nation in least number of tackles for loss. They've only allowed 20 tackles for loss. And that's 
for a team that's run the ball a lot. I mean, they rushed for 300 yards last week against a very against the number one MAC defense you know, in, in Central Michigan. So, I mean, that this offensive line is just doing a great job against pass against the pass rush and and, and for the run. Yeah, and uh, it's it's the offensive line story has been amazing. Even with a couple of guys who went got injured and went down, some backups had to come in, and it continued in the fourth quarter of the game. Uh, and that's and, credit to to I think the coaching staff because even last year, you know, the coaching staff was they, they got different guys in throughout the game. You know, they, they it wasn't they don't they don't go with the same five guys always. They they cycle different offensive linemen, you know, throughout you know th- throughout a game throughout the season, kind of cycle them around to keep them fresh too. And then when guys do go down, you know, they're not just a deer in the headlights going in for the first time. With UB's assistant athletic director for communications, John Fuller, this is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. Of course, it's Saturday noon kickoff at UB Stadium. It's the Bulls and the Akron Zips. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on the CBS Sports Network. You were becoming the home team for the CBS Sports Network yeah. lately, aren't we? A third week in a row, the Bulls are on national TV on the CBS Sports Network. Noon starts. I don't know what to do. I usually, you know, we usually have those 3.30 starts. Now I'm getting up You're a lot up earlier out. on yeah, Saturdays. Yeah, I say it. it's, uh, up and it's, <laughs> it's the pregame show is brunch with the Bulls when we start yeah. at 11 a.m. All right. Uh, defensively, uh, some amazing things happen at Central Michigan that don't happen all that often. Four interceptions by four different players. Yeah, so the last time we had four interceptions in game was against Ohio in 2015, but as a team, the Bulls have eight interceptions. They had eight interceptions all of last year, hmm. and by five different players, too, so that, that, that's that's you know really good to see. Cam Lewis has three of them. That ranks second in the MAC and fourth in the country, right. so you know Cam continues to be a great player, and we don't even talk about him as much just because of all the other things going on, but there's our buddy Khalil Hodge, third in the nation with 74 yeah, tackles. Yeah, had a pedestrian seven tackles yes. against Central Michigan. You know, <laughs> it wasn't double digits, but he still ranks third in the nation. Just, just doing his thing. He's just all over. You know, he, he, where the play goes, he is. He's all around the ball always. And just, he's just, a, just an incredible player. Yeah, and I, another little record a note to watch for the game on Saturday. Um, Adam Mitchison gets out of his little bit of a slump, kicks the two field goals. He has a chance to break a at least one school record this weekend and another one likely before the year is out. Yeah, so he's only two shy of A.J. Principe's school record of 44 career field goals. Adam now has 42. And, you know... Adam only has kicked three field goals. He's, he's three for four of the year, which is fine, but it, because the Bulls are scoring touchdowns, you know, it's not like he's missing a bunch of kicks. He just hasn't had an opportunity. Really had the opportunity to kick them. He was made both of his field goals on, on Saturday, kind of back on track. And I think Coach brought up a good point too. You know, you know, one of the one of the one of the uh, you know great things he's doing in this team are his kickoffs. I mean, he I think we had four of his seven I think, kickoffs. I think it's twenty two on the year yeah, now. Yeah, I've gone for touchbacks, touchbacks. You know, so he's got a really strong. Leg and that's that's really important too. That's a, you know that's a good skill that he brings to the team. All right, John. Thanks for all the insight and the knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you at UB Stadium. Another big crowd. We're hoping is going to yep. be there to check out this amazing season of the Bulls at five and one. They take on the Akron Zips. It is a noon kickoff on Saturday. We hope to see you there. And if you can't make it out there, make sure you're here every Monday at noon at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway when we record the UB Football Insider Show. Thanks to John. Thanks to Tyree Jackson. Thanks to Lance Live. We'll see you at the stadium on Saturday. This has been the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. This has been UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.